Hi everybody, I'm Mitch. I'm Eric. And I'm Nick. And welcome to We Meant to Do That, a show where we go out and try shit and then we come on here and discuss it. Uh, today we're going to be talking about longsword fighting and HEMA, Historical European Martial Arts, uh, followed by Mitch's somewhat relevant and somewhat satisfying movie quiz. And to close out the show, we're going to be doing Hyperdrive Hypothetical Hoedown, where I ask a series of hypothetical questions. So, we were not warned about this beforehand. I know I, was, I didn't. I was warned about this. Well, I didn't. He was warned about this. <laughs> I didn't tell you on purpose. Oh, that's not. So, Eric, initial thoughts on longswords. Initial thoughts. Uh, well, let's start before I actually went to a session. My initial thoughts were: this is dumb. Yeah, because when you when I text you and say, "Hey, do you want to go try sword fighting? Do you want swords in your life?" I believe was the exact text. Oh. And I'm like, well, yeah, I want swords in my life, but how fun can it be? And it was so fun and super hard. Like, it's a legitimate, like, martial arts discipline. And they're like, you're going to want to get your own body armor and helmet or we'll kill you. So I I really enjoyed it. Nick, how about you? Starting off, uh, it was definitely not what I expected. You see movies and stuff like that and people fighting. And, of course, you're thinking, oh, you know, fancy footwork and all this stuff. Uh, very... Down to earth, modern, basic, just well, not modern. It's historical, to the point, from text, uh, how they used to fight, and uh, it's done in a very unique and friendly way, where you don't feel like you're some nerd just fighting with swords. You actually feel like this is a club. You know, it's a very, uh, very welcoming environment, and not at all what I expected in a good way. Yeah, you don't really know what you're gonna expect when you say people are gonna go beat the crap out of each other with swords. Yeah, you hear, you know, sword fighting, you think, you know, LARPing or whatever. And that's fun. Uh, power to everyone who does that. But it's to, to their own what you like. And I, I'm, I've am i had the chance to LARP before, and it's not what I was looking for. But this is a completely different, and it's uh, a great experience. Can we can we talk about day one? Let's talk about day one. Let's talk about the walk-up. The walk-up. Oh, the walk-up. The walk walk-up. The dramatic walk-up. Well, we... we <laughs> pretty much planned a dramatic walk up like side by side like sauntering up into this there's smoke there's smoke there's doves (laughs) yeah there was just everything you could wish for in a dramatic walk up and then we get there and our provost our master of the chapter our dungeon master our just (laughs) master of swords and we actually looked up his stats he's really good he's really good with swords he kicks the shit out of people's swords like on on the daily but uh, so he basically is like, oh, three new guys. Hey, everyone else, go spar. I'm going to beat the shit out of these guys for a while. Then we'll meet back inside and I'll, we'll talk about it. And it was awesome. Like, <laughs> that sounds horrible. And parts of it were, but it was awesome. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a learning experience because I didn't realize how much control goes into just hitting somebody with a sword. And anticipating in between the attack and making contact where, you know, you have to act and think. and mm-hmm. Definitely was not expecting how how much the the overview that he gave us and covered it. It gave a good example of everything we would be able to learn, but in a way that didn't overwhelm you, but introduced you to every little part of it. Yeah, day one, he basically taught us everything we're ever going to learn. Except we no idea how to put it together. And it's all German, so it's all terrifying. Uber how and Seidel how and... Ox. 
ox. Yes. <laughs> Nick shaking his head no right now. <laughs> That's not an ox. Ox? <laughs> ox isn't like the strong. Never mind. Anyways, we're, we're making a whole bunch of like gestures with our body in a completely audio medium. Uh, I will say that uh, the big thing for me is it was a very, and, and this could be just our the chapter that we have close to us and the way that our provost does it. And I was just explaining this to Mitch last time we went, how much the instructor, our provost, is very welcoming in a way that is he treats you more like a peer who doesn't know as much about what you're doing as he does instead of more of a I'm the master, listen to me, uh, obviously, you still show him respect, but it's not a no, hierarchy of, you, you know, obviously he's in charge, but he's not a, a um, militant, I, I'm trying to find the right word to say, but he doesn't, you know, he's, try to flaunt his authority. He is a very friendly and, and welcoming and just wants you to to learn because he truly enjoys what he's teaching. He's, he's not Cobra Kai sensei. He, the opposite. he will not tell you to sweep the leg no. unless you're supposed to sweep the leg. Unless, which you're not, because it would open yourself up. Like, you want, you never want to go low. We learned that day one, sweep, crushing it. Sweep the leg, Johnny. What movie? What movie? What movie? I've never heard this movie that you're talking about. We have a running bit where we give Eric shit on a consistent basis um, when he quotes a movie and then assumes we don't know what movie it's from and tries to quiz us on it. That's why I devised Mitch's somewhat relevant, somewhat satisfying movie quiz. Really? That's, so, that's so where it stemmed from? Yeah. Just to shit on me? Awesome. Just to shit on him a little bit. Awesome. Thank on, a, you. on a side note, though. Uh, when you're cooking like a roast beef, is it supposed to look like seared tuna? Just, is that what you're kind of going? Yeah, like you want to go. No, I think you want a little bit more done, but sometimes it comes out looking like seared tuna. This is irrelevant. That's <laughs> my favorite Crayola color as well. Anything else you guys want to say? That's Other than a lot more inappropriate crayon colors. Next show, we will have a segment on terrible Crayola colors. That may never happen. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in HEMA or long sword fighting or... Anything that'll make you feel like a medieval badass, be sure to just Google HEMA. Or if you're in Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Historical Fencing Association. We're gonna take a really quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna do Mitch's somewhat relevant, somewhat satisfying movie quiz. Hey guys, if you like this podcast, be sure to check out Booze and Cartoons, hosted by Eric and Courtney Pullman. Booze and Cartoons is a discussion of beloved animated shows and movies with a boozy twist. You can find Booze and Cartoons at PullmanPodcast.com and in the iTunes store. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Pullman Podcasts. You guys want some movie questions? More than anything, that's why I'm here. Okay, so here's how it's going to work. Each of you are going to get five questions. Whoever gets more questions right Me? wins. If you're listening and you'd like to tweet your score to us use or how does how does the twitter work oh well you see the thing is is you rub two sticks together you make you make fire i don't know how twitter works i'm new i'm new to the twitter okay i think you use at symbol yes and then uh tweet at pullman podcasts and use the hashtag quiz will that work that'll be generic yeah yeah that could cause problems. irrelevant quiz oh i'm Irrele- super relevant quiz Super, maybe just, 
<laughs> Maybe just tweet at the podcast. Yeah, just just tweet at Pullman Podcast. And if you just get a bunch of numbers in your inbox, then it's just four. You know why? But if you score better than one of our contestants, you will receive one complimentary sad photograph of one of our contestants looking utterly and miserably depressed. Can I have you to promise know. that? I can promise that. I'm a vampire. I don't get photographed. Oh, over the years, I've collected a series of photographs of the both of you where you both look a little bit sad. I have a recent one of Nick in full mid- medieval garb, which is somewhat relevant, um, where he spilled a bunch of water on his lap and it's seeking to the floor. And it looks like he peed himself a little bit. He actually spilled water on himself to conceal that he peed himself a little bit. Oh, tactical. Tactical, tactical water yeah, pouch. Something you learn in Hema. Yeah. Day two, though. Never show your piss. <laughs> Never show your enemies your piss. Okay. Question one. Mm-hmm. Nicholas. I'm, I'm ready. What color is Yoda's lightsaber in episode two, Attack of the Clones? A, blue. B, green. C, purple. <laughs> How can I do this? I did not think about this at all before. Okay. D. Seer tuna. I'm gonna go with E. I'm colorblind. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I forgot before I assigned this question to Nick that he has red green deficiency and some things might look like the other. So your options are blue, green, purple, or orange. Green. You're right. Yay. Uh, the only person with a purple lightsaber is Mace Windu. Yeah, I know. I, I, I ran out of colors because red would have been too obvious. Uh, would it, though? Yeah. That one Not episode where... always the bad guys. <laughs> it looked red in some scenes. <laughs> Eric. Yes? Who played the character Achilles in the movie Troy? A. Eric Bana. <laughs> okay. Okay, it's Eric, Brad Pitt. I love it. It is Brad Pitt. So we were we were talking about this, and I don't even remember who said it, but somebody asked who Troy was in the movie, and we all had like a sudden brain fart. We were trying to figure out who Troy was, and I was like, "Wait, the it's city. just the city." <laughs> awesome. For a second, and I'm glad you said something. I was trying to figure out who Troy was. I know. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, who was Troy? It just gets you. You're like, wait, Troy. Wait. Oh. Question number two to you, Nick. In Highlander, how does one? Immortal kill another immortal. A. Cut out their heart. B. Destroy their sacred book. C. Cut off their head. Or D. Shame them to death. As much as I would love D. <laughs> Nick loves D. I'm gonna go with. <laughs> the, the answer is C. You are correct. Eric. Yes. Who made the bride's sword in Kill Bill? A. Ken Watanabe. B. Bob. C. Bill, or D, Hattori Hanzo? A. Ooh, I'm D is the correct answer. Shame. Shame. You just got shamed to death. The correct answer was, indeed, Hattori Hanzo. Nick. You give him all the easy ones. <laughs> Would you like me to switch the order on these questions? Please don't. Okay. Nick, who played King Arthur in the 2004 King Arthur? A, Clive Owen, B, Ewan McGregor, C, Ralph Fiennes, or D, Joel Edgerton? The answer is A. The answer is indeed A. Fuck. Again. You suck my D. What was Mel Gibson's character's name in Braveheart? What was the Braveheart? A, Roy McRoy, B, 
William Wallace. C. Cal- B. William Wallace. Final answer. I'm st- gonna stick with B. William Wallace. Correct. You are. After six questions, the score is Nick three, Eric two. Nick, what was Frodo's sword's name in the Lord of the Rings trilogy? A. Anduril. B. Umbersil. C. Bite. D. Sting. C. Bite. Wrong. Damn. You're wrong. 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 So wrong. Sad. Sad. And sad. Shane. Eric, do you know the correct answer? It's D. Sting. Thank you. That was my second question. I was going to guess it. Eric, who played Orlando Bloom's dad in Kingdom of Heaven? What? A. Liam Neeson. B. Christopher Lambert. C. Brendan Gleeson. Or D. Gerard Butler. I don't even know what movie this is. Kingdom of Heaven is a Ridley Scott movie. Ridley Scott. About the Crusade. Wasn't that the pterodactyl from Metroid Prime? That was just Ridley. (laughs) You guys are nerdy enough. It was just Ridley. Can I have? So, can I phone a friend? Yeah, you can. You can ask Nick. Nick. You have to do the ringing noise. So. Uh, hello. Oh, uh, hi, Nick. Uh, this is Eric. I am here on this ridiculous quiz show, and uh, I was wondering if you could help me with a question. Uh, the answer is A. I'm not going to hear the question. I just really feel like A is the right answer. I trust him. I trust him. A. Correct, you are. Yes. I hope you won it. I hope you won it really good. I hope. I think we're tied now. The, the score is indeed three to three. Going into the final two questions. Oh, my goodness. Nick, what Nick. nationality was Russell Crowe in Gladiator? A. Greek. B. Roman, C, French, or D, Spanish. It's relevant because he fought with a sword. Sure. Yep. No, I get. Yep. Is that sort of what you're going for for all of them? Yeah, pretty much. That's what he's there's, going there's for. There's a sword I... in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> sure. B. I... B, Roman. Final answer? Yes. Incorrect. Can, can, I, can I guess? You can guess. It's D, right? Don't they call him the Spaniard? He is the, indeed the Spaniard in the movie. Hmm. And Eric is flexing you like a duck. You could have called me. I'm not entertained. <laughs> Are oh. you not entertained? Is there no one else? Troy reference. For the win, Eric. FTW. FTW. Who killed Voldemort Snake in the last Harry Potter movie? A. Cedric Diggory. Nope. B. Neville Longbottom. Yep. C. Hermione Granger. Nope. Or D, Harry Potter? It is B, Neville Longbottom. And because all of your questions involved a sword, Neville does it with a sword. For the win! <laughs> we're, all, we're all clapping. Yay. Uh, Two points for being the friend that he phoned. Yeah, he does. We both win. We'll go to the tiebreaker. Do you actually have tiebreaker questions? I, I do actually have Oh my gosh, he's so prepared, guys. You should see how prepared he is. So the way the tiebreaker works... Is. We have to fight with swords. I will say the question, and then you have to chime in using very soft jazz snaps into the microphone. His microphone's better than mine. I feel like this is a rigged game. Um, Just snap loudly. He said very soft I know, jazz it. snaps. Yeah. If you snap you, you loudly, have to find the perfect medium without actually practicing. 
Without actually practicing, you broke the rules. Every I'll just way. Let that's, that's, that's pretty that's good. Right. Okay, tiebreaker. Start sweating, boys. I've been sweating the whole time. <laughs> what is Aragorn's ranger name in the Fellowship of the Ring? Strider? You are our grand champion for today's episode. Yes. After all of my attempts to try and steamroll you in Mitch's somewhat relevant, somewhat satisfying quiz, you are the winner, Eric. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. How does it I, feel? It feels really good, especially yeah. this trophy you got me. Yeah. Wow. So if you scored better than one of our contestants, you had to score above a three. So four or fives if you tweet to at Pullman Podcast. I got four right. Not including the last. Well, okay. You have to score a perfect score. Or yeah. five out of ten. I'm opening it up to the audience. Or they sure. can just score, answer five questions correctly. And then they'll get a sad photo of one of you two. He uh, lost. Why would they get a sad photo of me? Well, you get a happy yeah. photo of me. Just... I just have so many sad photos of you. Oh, my God. That's, in, that's impossible. I'm a very happy person. When we come back, we're coming back to the Hyperdrive hypothetical hoedown, where I'll be asking the two of these guys a series of hypothetical questions. Yeah. To keep up with, we meant to do that. Find links to what was discussed in each episode and to explore other podcasts. Be sure to visit PullmanPodcasts.com. Oh, did you hear that sick beat drop, yo? That, you know what that means. Rap battle. Rap battle. Wait, no, I thought you had a segment. Oh. Oh, yeah. Hey guys, welcome back. It's the time for the Hyperdrive Hypothetical Hoedown. Are you guys ready for some hypotheticals? I am ready for the hypotheticals. Ready for my middle name? Hypothetically. Can you guys, can you guys handle the hype of the segment? Hypothetically, I can. Okay. I mean, hypothetically though, I can. Let's start off you with You just the repeated what I said, but with a California <laughs> girl accent. But hypothetically <laughs> though, yeah, I can. Okay. The main focus of today will swords. be on who will win in a fight. Yes. Predominantly by people that fight with swords. Pre- okay. I say predominantly. Predominantly. Okay. Predominantly. To start off, Aragorn versus King Arthur. I keep hearing Aragorn. It's Aragorn. Aragorn. You're saying Aragorn, but I'm hearing Aragorn. Aragorn. Versus King Arthur. Does it help if I do it in an accent? Aragorn. Aragorn. Yeah, it does, actually. Um, Versus King Arthur. And what... In what iteration are you talking about when it comes to King Arthur? You can pick. So I pick the child and Aragorn wins. Fair. Nick? The Disney child. I just want to make sure everyone knows what I'm talking about. A Disney child with no arms? No, the Disney child from the King Arthur movie versus Aragorn from Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Aragorn wins. I'm going to also have to agree and go with Aragorn for reasons mostly because... He's also got a bow. Uh, wins. Yeah. He just right wins because he can range just, down just on that don't baby. Even get close and just. Okay. Run. So, for future reference, when we bring up. Or, or, Aragon? For future reference, when we bring up Aragon. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Aragon. Ar- for future reference, when we bring up Aragorn, he will always be fighting babies. It's just 100%. 100%. Just because we want him to go undefeated. Chris Farley with a longsword. Or John Belushi with a rapier? Ooh, that's a, a horrible, just a horrible question. A horrible hypothetical. I mean, we'd have to throw their dead bodies at each other. <laughs> the heavier one wins. <laughs> exactly. Who I 
think was Farley. I think Farley. It's probably Farley. So, or are you talking about when they were alive? When, preferably when they were alive, so okay. they can make a sport of it. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Farley for two reasons. Two reasons. One, natural armor. He's got a lot of, you know, just a lot of things to block those blows. Mm-hmm. Two, speaking of blow. He's got a little advantage there. He, uh, <laughs> a lot of energy. I'm going pretty sure on. Belushi. Belushi was also on the same energy I think he, supplement. He did a little, a little better. Performance Farley just enhancing. really, uh, he went for it. Uh, you know, he just. Uh... Well, and like, if you look at Chris Farley, and when he was alive, obviously. If you look at him when he does his his bits, uh, he's very animated. So just imagine that. Like, can somebody please Photoshop like swords, a long sword into his hand when he's doing like the uh, the Chippendales bit or any of his just his crazy. He was very animated. So I feel like just put a sword in his hand and shit's gonna die around him. Fair enough. Yeah. Rapier is a finesse weapon. Belushi wasn't much for finesse. He was pretty light on his feet when he was doing his dance moves and Bruce. Yeah. Blues and did he give up when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Let him go. He's on a roll. That's a that's a Belushi quote. Well, not a Belushi quote. A quote about Belushi. What, what movie? From Animal House. Oh. Did Mitch actually not know that? I was actually thinking of 1941, but I won't admit to not knowing that. A Space Odyssey? No. 1941 was a John <laughs> Belushi movie about World War II. Highlander versus Deadpool. Well, I mean, so here's the thing. Deadpool wins. <laughs> Nick? <laughs> no, because uh, Deadpool can, he transcends universes, so he knows the Highlander. He knows the Highlander's weakness, which we had said earlier, to kill an immortal, you chop off his head. Dunzo, whereas Deadpool is borderline just indestructible. I hate to say it again, but I also agree. Oh my gosh, we're best friends. That... Deadpool, superior immortal, the superior immortal. Yeah. Okay. It might beauty competition. He still loses. Deadpool. It might go to show, or like it should be noted that I don't think Nick or I have either seen none of us Highlander. Hi- I've never not, seen Highlander. Never seen Highlander. No. The first know, one's so good. I know Everything Connery's I know about Highlander has come from uh, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby, Talladega uh, Nights. The only thing, the only reason I knew how they died, is. Because I've played Broforce. That's all you need to know about Highlander from Broforce and uh, Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Number four, Gandalf versus Magneto. I mean, what is Magneto going to do to Gandalf? Encapsulate him in steel. Where's the steel coming from? Where are they fighting? All right, first of all, Battlefield, sir. Brooklyn. Bro- okay, yeah, no, then, yeah. Brooklyn, the city of steel. Yep. And <laughs> Steel City, they call it. I mean... Pittsburgh might be more fitting. Let's let's call it Pittsburgh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 1944. 1944. Well, no, I take that back. Present day. Present, yeah, no, okay. You put him in a big city, Magneto wins. Regardless. I think regardless. Like, I think, because he can literally bring the city down on him. But Gandalf has eagles. Yeah, if he finds a moth to whisper to. It's a tough one for me. I feel like I don't know enough about Gandalf. <laughs> you don't know about enough Gandalf. Again, Lord of the Rings, not my strongest. I feel like Gandalf, they talk about how powerful he is you a lot really more than you actually see. ever see it. The only thing I will say is that it seems like whenever Gandalf is defeated, he just comes back better. Yeah. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Leonidas from 300 or Maximus from Gladiator. Maximus Aurelius? Yeah. You're the Spaniard? Well, I don't know. That's, a, that's actually a pretty good one. 
I would lean towards the Spartan, like just in from tactics. Yeah, just in like historical standpoint. Okay. I would lean towards the Spartan, but I don't know. I guess you see. Do you see? Do you see? Leonidas kill less people than the Spaniard. I'm pretty sure he k- kills a fair amount of people, but it's mostly in a group setting. Yeah. So 1v1, he's probably much better 1v1. He also killed that lion, remember, at the beginning? That's that a lion. Wolf, but Was it a wolf? Wait, which which movie are we talking about? Are we talking about Leonidas? Leonidas, 300. It's a wolf. It's a black wolf. Oh, yep, you're right. They both kill animals. <laughs> we can establish wow. that. John Leonidas, Snow. that was the answer to my question. Oh. <laughs> he uh, didn't get to go. Fine. Wow, it's not a big good. deal. Just forget about it, though. John Snow versus Aaron Rodgers. Well, I gotta go with Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what are we talking? Are they fighting or are they throwing throwing around the old pigskin? Well, they're fighting, but Aaron could be throwing that pigskin. Yeah, no, I still think Aaron Rodgers wins. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The question is, does John Snow that does? <laughs> the question is, does John Snow know that he's fighting? Because I heard he knows. He knows nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he know nothing, John Snow. So you're going with John or Aaron? I, I would go with uh, the logical choice of John Snow. Okay. Crepes. Oh, I got one more for you guys. Awesome. And it's a doozy. Aaron Rodgers wins again. Jay Cutler versus a poodle-sized duck. In combat. In combat. <laughs> Are they both bloodlusted? The duck more so than Jay. Well, Jay doesn't know where he is. You could bloodlust Jay Cutler and he's still be like, oh, he's not alone. Promise he sounds a lot like Elvis if he was on some ketamine. Which is hey Elvis, can you get out of here for a second? We're trying to record a podcast. Thank you. Bye. Elvis has left the building. Oh, we didn't even script that. That was so perfect. Anyways, um, yeah, no, Jay Cutler loses every time. I've watched him for years, and he always loses. But it's a poodle-sized duck. It's a slightly above-average duck. Always loses. I'd say definitely the beginning of the fight, Jay Cutler with the deep ball, for sure. But what's going to happen is right before you know anything that's important is going to happen, right before he wins, he's going to hurt, get hurt. That's just that's just what he does. Or just stop caring. Like, mm. Just give up on the team, really. Stop caring because the life so good. Yeah, his last punch will be intercepted by the duck's mouth. Poodle-sized duck. Yes, it's a duck. Yeah, it's a poodle-sized duck. It's a large duck, though. It's it's an above-average duck. Mm-hmm. Why not a duck-sized poodle? Just. I thought that might have been too extreme for Jay. <laughs> too aggressive. <laughs> I mean, poodles are nasty creatures. I hate poodles with a fiery passion. Yeah. I had a friend Did who had poodles. You had a bad experience. Bad experience. Is poodles an SED? I don't know about. Yes, I had a friend who had poodles. We had sex, and now I have poodles. <laughs> Sorry, Courtney, that you're finding out this way. Well, that's about all the time we have left for today. I'd like to thank you guys for coming and talking about long swords with us today. We kind of got away from uh, swords, huh? A little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, But we meant to do that. We sure did. Wow. We're kind of feeling out this whole podcast. Thing. Shameless plug. And not a plug for that's Shameless. That's the title of our podcast. I got it. Catching on. Um... No, but going back to swords, yeah. Checkouts, there are chapters all over the country, I believe. There's all like over. 
four or five in Wisconsin alone. So Google it, check it out. It's a lot of work. It's a workout. It is a lot of fun. Um, hopefully you're provost, provost, your sensei <laughs> is as cool as ours. It makes you feel welcome because it is a very, very cool thing. I definitely recommend it to anyone who has any slight interest. Uh, we also just covered long swords. There are uh, other styles to learn. There are other techniques, other other um, weapon choices that they do teach, depending on where you're at. Um, ours teaches a bunch of different styles, and it just really kind of lets you choose what style you like and, and what you want to learn. And uh, hopefully you guys are interested and find it around. Also remember that we are by no means experts. I think we have one person who's been to one class. I've been to one class. One person who's been to three classes, and one person's been to four classes. That's so, me. Uh, we definitely plan on continuing to go. By no means are we experts or know everything about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you talk? Oh God, what was it called? The German knife? <laughs> Is that what it was? The German oh, knife. the master. Can you talk about the German knife? Can I talk either of you? I think Mitch knows more about the German knife. Yeah, so he has gone to four classes. It's since we walked in to our HEMA group, um, Messer, or the German knife, as it's called, has been on my mind ever since we walked in because it's about, you know, two and a half feet, and it looks like one of the elven swords from Lord of the Rings. Oh, like Sting. Yeah. Well, no. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Like like bite? Terrible. Yeah, it's like bite. Ah. Uh, Two and a half feet, looks like an elven sword, really cool to use, and it's called a German dagger. It's amazing. It's true. I thought it was, I had thought I had a knife in the name. It's dagger. Yeah, because we we made the uh, crocodile Dundee. That's not a knife. Oh, yeah, German knife. German German knife. Yeah, not dagger. Because they actually have like dagger shield, don't they? Dagger buckler. Sword or something dagger. Like that? Rapier, rapier dagger combat. They have a bunch of different tournaments all across the country. It's nuts. It's 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 a lot, and so they go like. Pretty much six days a week, five days a week, and it's all something different. Um, they have an uh, ABL night, anything but longsword night, where you get to learn all the other stuff. They focus mainly on longsword because it's the most practiced discipline across the country. More tournaments, more. Well, thanks, guys, and thank you guys for listening. Be sure to tune in next week when we try out cat wrestling or something other nonsense. Tune in next week when we reverse skydive. We'd love to hear from you. If you have ideas for the guys that we meant to do that, go to PullmanPodcasts.com and click on the contact us link or tweet us at PullmanPodcasts, hashtag we meant to do that.